0: Happy New Year! Someone else put their faith in Jesus Christ this past uh, Christmas on Christmas Day. Sean became a Christian. So, yeah, God, for that. How is Christmas and New Year's for everybody? Glad all four of you enjoyed them. If you have your Bibles, open to Luke chapter 2. It is uh, great to be back in another year with you as we start another year. I pray this is the greatest year that Bay Life Church has ever experienced, that more people know Jesus. Uh, at the end of this year than I've ever met him in a year here at our church, The more people are growing in their relationship with Jesus uh, as a result of being a part of our church. I pray that this is the year that we tear up a mortgage. Amen on that. Everybody ready for that? And uh, so great things ahead of us. I want to start us off uh, as we start in the book of Luke this year. Uh, We're going to be studying the book of Luke for the next few months. We're calling it Jesus is blank. And we're going to be filling in the blanks every week as we study his life from the gospel of Luke. So join us here each week. Bring your friends. Uh, real quick, at the end of our service, uh, we're going to have a, the affirmation of our leadership. We do it every January, and we're going to be doing it today. If you're a member, to stick around for a brief, <laughs> brief time of uh, affirming our leaders. You probably saw them in our bulletins, uh, but we'll be talking through that as we finish up this morning. Can I pray and we'll get going? Let's pray.
1: Hey,
0: Father in heaven, thank you so much for another chance to gather in your name here in your house. Uh, to lift lift praises praises to you, to open open your your word, word, to find out about about you from it, it, uh, to to learn learn the ways ways that you you want want us to be challenged and and changed through it. it. Uh, God, God, get me out of the way. Speak to us in the things that we need to be doing in our lives so that you get the glory you deserve. And I pray for us as a church this year to glorify you in ways that we've never done before, God, to take you to new heights here in our community and around the world. And I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, everybody got your, uh, just just, start, start off here. here. Let's do a roll call. Everybody got your got wallet, your keys, keys, and your phone on them. Is anybody uh, the wallet keys phone person? I can't leave the, the house a without wallet keys, keys phone. phone. Fellas, I see I some, some fellas nodding at me. You, know, you what know what I'm talking about, about, right? right? You got to have them. And if you don't have wallet keys phone, it's just, it's just not right. Has anybody ever lost your wallet, your keys, or your phone? I got here this morning. There's like five iPhones at my house now. They all have the same black cover on them. Feels like it. And so I so grabbed, grabbed one, one that, that I thought was, was mine, wasn't line, mine, right? right? And I got here, and it, and it just, just kind of started, started my day off right. right. I mean, it's just, I got, I got my, my kid's phone. phone. I can't, can't use it to call. call. I'm not going to call anybody. It was, it was 7 in the morning. morning. But it, was so still, it was still, still just kind of threw me off. Anybody know what you know I'm talking about, about there? there? Yeah, yeah losing things, it just it kind of messes you up. If anybody get a gift card for Christmas, can't find it, that makes me mad. If it's missing in my house, my kid found it. That's probably what happened, right? He won't need this. Not true. Not true. Sorry, Sorry kids. kids. Love you. Love you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah losing, losing things—it's things. just—it's just—it's just, it's it's unsettling. unsettling. There's, there's there's some, some things, things you can lose you can and replace, place, though. True? true. You know, no. th- there's no. other, other things you you lose and you can't, and can't replace them, them. Like, like people. people? Anybody like people? ever like parents? parents. Anybody ever lost your kid somewhere? You're walking around back 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 in the days of Toys R Us. For us, was years ago. I told Ben to stay in one section. He decided to go look at the Ninja Turtles in the next aisle over. And so, so I, I had, you know, I'm hurting, hurting the, other the other kids. That's what it was so back then. It was hurting, hurting. <coughs> and, and I turned you know, around. It wasn't I there. It wasn't, wasn't where was he was supposed to, to be. be. And for that, that split, split second, second, you're like, I lost them. them. I got, got I'm 33 percent down in the child, the child department part now. Part now. Uh, uh, I've been, I've been, been given three kids, three kids on this globe, on this globe to just make sure they're okay, and I'm blowing it. I've lost them. But you know, turn the corner, had a conversation. But there was one time. Ben was nine. Ben was nine years old, and this one time, he decided to leave our house without telling his mother or I. And, and it, it, it kind of got the Mach 5 there pretty fast. fast. We started, we started looking, looking at all the places, places where he is, had, you know, uh, you know, you know, reason, reason to be, the, the trampoline houses across the street, and those, street, and those kids didn't know where he was. And, and we and went, went to the, the park, park that was just around the corner, and the he wasn't road there, road there, there. And and, and we kept looking at places, started calling our friends. They were coming over to the house to help us look. About a half an hour, we haven't seen our kid for a half an hour, have no idea where he is. And so we called the cops, and we're like, hey, officer, you know, we'd like to report a missing child. And Eleanor was doing great. Uh, She was, you know, she's a strong woman and she was just kind of, you know, uh, you know, soldiering through this thing until the, the, the police officer on the other end said, do you remember what your son was wearing? And for whatever reason, that just brought the gravity of the situation to my wife and she just, she lost it. I'm a spiritual, or excuse me, I'm an emotionally stunted guy, sometimes spiritually stunted, but I'm an emotionally stunted guy and I usually take my emotional cues from like people who have emotions. And so I was like, oh, this is really bad because you're crying now. This, this just amped, amped up, up for me. This, this is this is really bad, and so, so we're talking to our friends for Facebook. We can't, can't post, post it, so we're having to call them on the phone. What a bummer! But uh, uh, so so we're telling all our friends to pray, and if you can come help us look, we're starting to freak out. We're standing in the front yard of our of our house. We're, we're praying that God would reveal our son, and here he comes. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. Hi dad. Mom, why are you crying? Eleanor reaches down and, you know, envelops Ben in a, you know, crying hug, and I, I grabbed Ben as well, and uh, we had a conversation that was a little different, uh, but that was, that was one of the longest, you know, hours, I guess, 45 minutes or hours of my life, because I had lost something of great worth, great value. The text we're studying today... Uh, is is the story of Jesus uh, getting lost in Jerusalem and his parents not knowing where where he is and the emotions that arise in their hearts as they go looking for this kid. It's a, a very interesting passage in the Gospels. It's the only instance that we have uh, that shows that Jesus, Jesus between the ages of basically two three, or three from when the wise men came to visit him uh, up until, until he's 30 he's and he comes out of the woods and is baptized by his cousin, by his cousin John, John. Uh, and it's just this one story we, we, in this one story you get the first red letters in your Bible if you didn't know if you have a paper Bible most of them have the words of Jesus in red and this is the first time there's red letters uh, I'm sure Jesus had spoken other words he was 12 years old but these Jesus are the first, first recorded, recorded words of Christ, Christ here in this text, and it's the only, the only uh, glimpse that we get into you know, the life of Christ for those, well, some twenty-eight years. It's one thing, and and what does Luke choose to report in his gospel? Mary and Joseph lost Jesus. Way to go! Way to lose the Son of God. Way to go! Right. Uh, but it's it's such a, an appropriate uh, subject or, or text for us to study this, this morning. Uh, Because because as we begin begin this new year, year, I can't help help but believe believe that there's there's probably some people in here who who sometimes, uh, well, sometimes sometimes they lose lose Jesus. Jesus. Sometimes Sometimes in a a Christian's Christian's life, Jesus gets lost. Now, theologically theologically speaking, let's be uh, correct. Does Jesus Jesus ever ever get get lost? lost? No, he's He's constant. He's never leaving. He's not going to leave us or forsake us. He doesn't get lost. Who gets lost? Who loses touch in this relationship? Us, right? And, and even, even though we've, we've, we've been saved been by grace, and, and as Christians, and Christians, we've been uh, brought into this relationship with God uh, through our Savior, Jesus Christ. And even though we get excited about him, sing his songs, come to church on Sundays, there can be times during our weeks, there can be weeks during our lives where we're just kind of out of touch with our Savior. He gets lost. When I was growing up in the Baptist church I grew up in, they had these uh, big altars on the front of the, of the church, and every time uh, we'd finish a service, you would sing, Just As I Am. And and, the, and invariably, and the people, people would come out of the, out of the other chairs, chairs to come and, come pray, and pray at the at front. front. And uh, uh, a, lot a lot of times, of it was the, the same people, people, people over and over every, every week, week. But but, but yeah, everyone, <laughs> every one every once in a while, there'd be someone new in the mix. you would be like, oh, I wonder what he what did. did. And, and then, uh, then, uh, <laughs> but you would assume that as they're coming, you know, up there, they're having what we would call a recommitment time. They they were re investing in their relationship with Jesus Christ because perhaps I know this has never happened with any of you. Uh, but perhaps they had kind of drifted in, in the vitality of their faith. They had forgotten who Jesus was. And in all intents and purposes, Jesus had been lost. And I've talked with, you know, several people today that that's where they're at. But maybe that's where you're at. You know, you, you believe in Jesus, you know, you're, you're going to heaven and all that stuff's great. But you just don't feel uh, a connection with him. Now, there's, usually there's usually two reasons, reasons if that's, that's the case, it. there's usually two reasons there's for that happening. Jesus, Jesus is lost, lost in your life. life. It's, it's come, come about, about uh, 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 in, for in some, some of you, because of, complications, because of that complications that have arisen in your life. Your, your life, life is hard. Is there is some stuff, stuff going on. on. And when, and when stuff, stuff gets happening, happening stuff gets popping, gets uh, popping now, usually, usually it's negative stuff, but sometimes it can even be a bunch of positive stuff. There is complicated distractions in my life. And when that happens for the Christian, is a lot of times our, our eyes go from this relationship that we're, you know, having with our Savior Jesus Christ and our, and our heavenly focus to an earthly focus and all the things that are going on here on earth. And, and we get distracted from our relationship with Christ by, by all of the complications that are present in our life. Uh, we, we, we saw, saw this, this in our family's, family's life. life. My, my, father-in-law my father-in-law has been staying with us, with us over the Christmas, Christmas vacation. vacation. And, uh, he's uh, a he's diabetic. diabetic. And on, and on Christmas uh, day, uh, after after the the day, after the day after Christmas, Christmas sorry, uh, uh, his, 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 his pump, pump. He's, a he's a diabetic and his pump, pump broke. broke. And uh, so uh, th- that's, uh, a that's a big deal. I'm learning lots about diabetes this Christmas. That's a big deal. If you don't have your insulin regimen or regulated by that thing, you've got to take all your tests and inject just like, you know, many of you probably know this already. I wasn't as clear. Uh, uh, so his, well, his, his blood, blood sugars were just going all over the map, map on that whole, on that whole day. day. Okay. When they we finally got to that evening and he took he his took blood sugars blood before he went to bed and they, they were right were in the range where they were supposed to be. Supposed he was doing, doing okay. okay. And so, so we, we were hopeful the pump, pump was being shipped the next, next day so he so could get it. We were hopefully We could just make it through the night, get to the pump arriving and we'll be fine. It didn't work out that way. Cause in the night, uh, dad's blood sugars just crashed. And this is the grace of God. Just so you know. Uh, uh, dad, dad was really, was really struggling, struggling uh, as his insulin or as or his, his sugars sugar were just plummeting um, um, and, and it was about five in the morning we were all asleep I uh, except, except I've been told I have a I have snoring, snoring issue, issue just a, sm- a, slight, a slight one, one. <clears> and so, so on occasion, on occasion you, you know, know my, my snoring, snoring will my actually wake my beautiful wife, wife and her solution, solution for that is just a you know a smack to the ribs that's how she gets me to stop and it's very effective and uh uh, but uh, she, but was, she smacking was smacking me in the ribs. ribs and at the and same time, I was like, wow, you know, and, and she's she was was like You're snoring. And I'm like, ah, at the same, same time, time that was happening, uh, we heard, we heard a cry from dad's, dad's room. room. And, uh, so, so up we go understanding, you know, the severity of what's been going on. And sure enough, we got in there and, and, and dad was not himself, himself and, uh, and, uh, I'm pretty unresponsive, unresponsive and, uh, and, and and you know slipping into rigidity and all these and kinds, kinds of things and I'm trying to pour to orange juice down his throat, throat you know so he can get so he some gets sugar in there and not knowing no if that's I mean that's what I've seen done and uh, uh you know, you know, know but he's, he's kind of you know he's choking, choking on that, that because he's laying down, down so I'm so trying, trying to, to set, set him up, up and uh, uh I mean it it was it was on the scale of scary it was scary you know so we called immediately you know we know that we're not able to handle this but so we called 911 but then while you're waiting for the guys to get there Everybody Everybody puts on their doctor's, doctors, you know, try this, do this. You're just desperate, right? You know, I'm not not trained in medicine medicine at all. all. This This proved proved it to me. I have no idea what I'm doing. But I'm trying everything everything that I don't know to do. Is everybody with me on that? And then finally through this ordeal, Eleanor finally says, Mark, pray. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're Christians. That's right. Hang on. All right. And it hadn't occurred to me up to that point to enlist the only one who truly has power in this situation at that time, to, to bring him in on this, this situation. Are you with me? That, that was the first time it occurred to me. I'm, I'm ashamed to say. But I got so busy trying to fix everything that I had no idea how to fix that I had forgotten to talk to the one who actually could. So we prayed. The paramedics got there. They just took a bag of dextrose, plugged it into my dad's veins, and just went, Pfft. just squeezed it in there like mustard. Just tried to, to get his get blood, sugar blood sugar up, and eventually up. we knew he was he fine was because uh, I asked, asked him how he God was, and he quoted his, his favorite poem about, about how he, he is. is. He's a poem He's quoter. He's awesome at it. At it. And so, so that's, that's how I knew dad was, dad was okay. okay. He, was he was nailing the poetry, the poetry right? right? But uh, uh, scary. scary. But distractions can kind of make you lose Jesus, right? At least focus on him. The other thing that comes into life is complacency. The exact opposite of all the activity and fury of, of complication, but, but still equally deadly. Complacency? I mean, it is, it is a Christ follower's uh, relationship crusher with Jesus. Because here's what ha- happens a lot of times, especially in the, in the Christian, um, uh, Christianity that we live here in America. Things go pretty okay. I'm not, I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying you don't have problems. But your problems kind of pale in comparison to a lot of other Christians around the world. Are you with me? I mean, we could tend to elevate our problems and think that they're really problems when they're really they're not. not. Like most, most of you are going go to go to bed tonight with some, some food in your stomach. stomach. Good for Good you, for right? right? Me too. Me too. Uh, um, most, most, most of us of aren't worried about where we're going to sleep. sleep. Most, most, of, of, most, most of us, we got problems, but they're of a different kind. And some of us, we just don't even have problems. I mean, you know, at least it would distract us from our faith. But what we do have is this, well, we're kind of being lulled to sleep. Because things are just fine. The, the Bible, Bible talks about, about it in lots of different ways. ways. In, Proverbs in Proverbs chapter 6, six it talks, talks about this ant and how we how should look at, look at the ant and be, be like the like ant who is, is always, you know, diligent and and, and, and on, on point. point. You know, never, never, never he's not never a slugger, slugger the, the, the the Proverbs talks about. He's not someone who's just kind of just, you know, whatever. I mean, anybody on vacation over Christmas? You know, never got out of your pajamas for four days? You know what I'm talking about, right? You're just kind of, and you're just kind of there. You're just a bump on the couch and... And nothing's really going on. And, and spiritually speaking, that's what can happen. We can go all couch potato and just kind of be like, hey, everything's fine. And, and and here's what happens in those situations. Jesus isn't necessary. Some of us are Christians when things are bad because, well, we need them. But when things aren't bad, well, he's just not as necessary. I'll still go to church. I'll serve with the kids if you want me to. I'll do well, all, all these other things, things. But as far as a vitality, as far as, far as, 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 as us having, having a connection with Christ, Christ, it's just not it's not, it's not as big a big deal. deal. And, and so we start, start to kind of drift. drift. Not, because not because the clouds, the clouds are, are raining on us, on us. It's, it's because, because it's, it's, because the, it's, it's because the sunshine. sunshine. Jesus just isn't that real. Just so you know, the Bible's very uh uh vocal about this stage of life. And and it's it's vocal and it's warnings. It's like, hey, Danger Danger Will Robinson. Robinson. Hey, Christians, watch Watch it when when you're just kind of coasting. coasting. Because it's when you're coasting that this spiritual war we're in is going to kick up, and it's going to hit you you harder and worse worse than than it would have ever hit you if you had just stayed on on your guard. guard. Isn't that true? If you're just kind of like, la, 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 I don't need Jesus, and all of a sudden the storms hit, man, that's when the storms are at their worst. It's in the peace times that we prepare for the war times. And we're, we're in a spiritual world. The, 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 the Bible, Bible calls, calls to our adversary Satan. Satan. He's like a, a roaring lion, seeking He's whom he may devour. A He's a predator. predator. I love watching, a a predator. watching the shows about predators. He's my my favorites, favorites are the crocodiles. crocodiles. They're my new favorites. I used to like the lions. They were cool. cool. But the crocodiles, I like, I like them because, because what do what they have? have? A big, big mouth. mouth. That's it. They can't run, right? And if you're not in the water, you got them. I mean, but here's how they hunt. You've seen them hunt. Crocodiles, they'll just stick their eyeballs above the water. And they'll and just wait just by the side, the side of the river. And all, all the wild, wild wildebeest, beasts, they, just they just know, know other animals, animals got to drink. And so, so they'll just wait, wait for these suckers, suckers to come down. And they're and not, they're they're not, they're not, not looking, looking to eat all the wildebeest. wildebeest. They, they just, just want, want one who's, one who's not, not paying, paying attention. attention. Right? And as soon, soon, soon as that, that it's usually a young one. I'm going to get a drink, 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 drink. Right? And they aren't smart enough like the older ones who have made it through. And they don't know not to get all the way in, all four hooves in the water. And they don't know that those the two little bumps, bumps that are, are four feet from their face the are a mouth, mouth that's, about that's about to envelop them, them. Until, until out comes, comes this crocodile in the seven-foot seven jaw span and it just, it just clamps down on this unknowing. Are you with, with me? me? Everybody's going to go home and watch the nature, the nature channel now. It's great. <laughs> but, this but this is, is the spiritual, spiritual condition of things, things. and it's and when, when you and I get, get lulled, lulled to sleep that our adversary makes hay. Ah, here's my hope for us this year. We wouldn't, we wouldn't lose, we wouldn't lose, lose Jesus, Jesus, ever. In the, the hard things, things, in the good things, things Jesus, Jesus would remain, remain this constant. constant. It wouldn't we be contingent on the c- circumstances of our lives. Well, we just, we would make, make much, much of him in every part of life, life every in every, every stage, stage of, of life, life. And that he, he would remain in his, his rightful spot, spot, at the center, center of our hearts, at the center of our existence. So where are you? Are you in the midst of some complication? I've talked with some people. That's where you're at. This morning I've talked to you, and I'm sorry. It's but my, 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 my heart, heart for you as you your pastors, pastors lean not is on not your own understanding. understanding. In, in all, all your ways acknowledge your God, God, and he'll, he'll make you pass straight. straight. Are, are, you are you here, here this, this morning? morning, and you're feeling great? Hey, Mark, hey, Mark preach, preach to someone, someone else today. today. I'm good. I'm, good. No, I'm preaching, preaching to you. you. Because, because if, it, if, if in your, your complacency you lose sight of your Savior, well, then the storms that are coming are going to be that much worse. As our new year begins, here's a question we want to answer. How, how do we find and then keep Jesus at the center of our lives? How do we keep from losing him? Let's learn from the story of he and his parents and Jesus being lost in Jerusalem. Here we go. Verse 41 says this in chapter 2 of Luke. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. Three feasts in the Jewish faith that were absolute. You had to be there if you were a Jewish male. Uh, and, and a lot of times the whole family would follow. But the Jewish males would come together on Passover, Pentecost, And the Feast of Tabernacles. Passover Passover was was a celebration celebration or remembrance of of, uh, uh, the the last last plague plague, uh, as Egypt Egypt was was releasing the the Israelites Israelites, uh, back back in the the times times of the Exodus. Exodus. Uh, Uh, The last last plague was the death death of the firstborn sons. sons. Remember that one? And the way that you were able to have the angel of death pass over your house was you took the blood of a sacrificed lamb and you wiped it on the doorpost. And so lots of interplay there between the sacrifice that Jesus is for us uh, and the uh, and Passover and a, and a experience, uh, Jesus, Jesus actually was crucified on the, uh, in the uh, you know, and at the, the last, last Passover, Passover that He was at, He was celebrating Passover, and that was uh, the, the scene for His crucifixion. crucifixion. So lots so of interplay to there. To there to but that, that was, feast, feast, that's that's was the first feast. feast that's, that's what they're, they're going to. Pentecost was 50, was 50 days after, after Passover. It was a celebration of the harvest. All right, and then the Feast of the Tabernacles. We we know it as Yom Kippur. It's basically the Jewish New Year. It's not the beginning of their calendar. It's actually in September, early October, depending on the day. Uh, but, uh, but it's uh, it's uh, the uh, the, beginning the beginning of their of their, of their, their spiritual new year, new year. All right. right? Uh, once, once a year, the high, high priest would go into the holy of, holy holies, of holies, and he, he would make a sacrifice for all of Israel, Israel and, and all, all, all at all once, once, the atonement of the, of the entire nation would be conferred, conferred upon the people, the people of Israel. Israel. And, for and for those, those five, five minutes, you know between the sacrifice being made and your first sin, whether it was a mental or a verbal or whatever, you would be pure, but then you'd mess it up and we'd have to wait till next year to cleanse those sins. Are you with me? Is anybody glad that we got a Savior who just took care of it all at once and that we stand forgiven and clean in Christ? That's where we are now. But in the Jewish faith, it was once a year, and that was that day of atonement. Okay, so feast feast class over. Everybody with me on this? Now it says, his parents went to Jerusalem. How How many years? Every, every year. year. And, look, and look, is it, it parents, parents plural, plural or, parent or, or parent Joseph? It's parents, parents plural. Mary, Mary went. Ladies, ladies you, were you were not required at the at Passover. Passover. In, fact, in fact, you weren't even allowed in the, the temple to make a sacrifice for your for family. family. The, the, the patriarch, patriarch of the family, family did, that. did that. But, but did, did that, that, that keep Mary, Mary from Mary going, going every year? Every year? No. Mary was favored amongst women. Probably one of the reasons she was faithful to her faith. Uh, she uh, was a Jew, Jewess of Jewesses, is how we would say it. All right? And uh, we know from this text at verse 42 that Jesus uh, was 12 years old. And and he went with them according to the custom. The custom they're talking about is that when a, a Jewish boy turned 12, he would go and have his basically bar mitzvah pregame. All right? <laughs> When you, when were, you 13, were 13, I know, I made that up. That up. When you were, when you when were, you were 13, 13, you would, you would, you would be mar- Bar mitzvah. You'd become a, a, a man in the Jewish faith. And you would be responsible as a man to keep all of the festivals and all that yourself from the age of 13 on. Uh, Jesus was 12, and so it was the rabbi's teaching of the time in the Talmud, the Torah, uh, excuse me, the Talmud, that you would, you would make sure that your 12 year olds kind of had a, a taste come to, to over that, that first year as, at, the at the age of 12, 12 so that so in their 13th, 13th year they could they go and participate fully. Are you with me? With so that's, that's what Jesus, what Jesus is, is doing. doing. Now, now Jesus, Jesus was in, was he was born uh, in, Bethlehem. in Bethlehem. Uh, he, he went, went, went to the, the temple, temple on the eighth eight eight day. day and he, he was, was, remember Travis talked about that Simeon and Anna sang songs over him at the temple. Remember that? But he probably hasn't been back since then. There probably hasn't been need. This is his first, uh, venture into Jerusalem, the city that, uh, uh, he, will uh, he will be crucified in. He, he's there at the age, age of 12, and he's, and he's taking it all in. Now, now these, these verses just seem kind of like set up. up. i spent a lot of time on them. But here's, here's what I want to tell you about your Bibles. A lot of times, the verses that seem like throwaway verses, don't throw them away. There's some great things to be learned in those those verses, some principles that you can pull out. And one of them is this, uh, that, that uh, when it came to the faith, Mary and Joseph did their faith. When it came to Jesus in his adult years, Jesus did his faith. The, the thing that's going to keep us connected to Jesus more than anything else is us doing our faith. Doing our faith. You know, lots have been, lots have been said in, in modern evangelicalism, in, in, in the kind of churches that we are. Lots has, lots has been made about grace, and rightly so. We are not saved by our works. Have you heard me say that before? The works, our, our efforts, our religious efforts aren't what connect us to a holy God. It's our faith in his son, in his, his uh, works, that bring that, that relationship back to back restoration. restoration. But what but can what happen can a lot of times time. is in the emphasis, the emphasis of grace is we can forget about, about the importance of works. Of works. James, James says this in his book in chapter book. 2. He says, faith without, without works, works is what? what? It's dead. dead. So, so do, the, do, the, do the our, our works, works save us? Save us? No. no. Do, do our, our works enable us in our salvation to live this life, this abundant life that God has saved us to? Yeah. And do they help us uh, in the midst midst of our storms? storms? Absolutely. Absolutely. Does our faith and our works, our disciplines, do they prepare us for our storms? You better believe it. And so don't do the the things of the faith, reading your Bible, praying your prayers, being uh, in, in fellowship with other believers, all the things that we see recommended throughout the scriptures. Don't do them to save yourself, but do them once you are saved. To, 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 to enable to yourself to experience, experience all that God, that God has for you in life. Here's what happens a lot of times. When complication comes, our disciplines go out the window. Why? Because there's so many other things to focus on. I've got to fix my father-in-law's you know, insulin issues. I don't have the power to do that. Instead of trying to fix something I can't fix, I need to go to the one in discipline who can fix these things. Are you with me? But when complications comes, it's not our first instinct. Our first instinct is fix, 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 do, do. do. No, even, even more, more so, so in those, those times. times. We, we lean, lean harder, harder into our Savior. Savior. I got a card at Christmas uh, from a sweet this lady here at our church. church. She, she had a had very, very difficult, difficult last, last year. year. won't go into all, all the details, details but uh, the, the, her marriage, marriage was rocked. Was just, just lots of hard, hard stuff. stuff. And she, she wrote, wrote me this, this card, card at Christmas. She said, she said this past year was the worst and the best of my life. I had to get to an incredible place of sorrow in order to reach a level of joy unlike any I've ever known. She says, I'm so, so thankful that God uh, brought me to Life and brought Life into my life. She says, as, as my storms progressed, I finally surrendered to his will instead of my own. And the fire in my heart uh, to get closer to him just grew and grew. And then she lists how God accomplished that in her life. She says, I sought out every opportunity to present herself, uh, the, 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 the Women's Resource Center. Uh, Ladies, Bible Ladies Bible Study, study the Counseling, counseling center, center, serving, serving on several of our teams, teams singing, singing in our, in our choir. choir. She just she, she she went, and went and did her faith. faith. She, experienced she experienced all of these things. things. Uh, uh, she she, she, she talks about, about her own personal uh, interactions, interactions with, God. with God. She says, you she name, name it, it, I did it. Did it. I threw, threw myself, myself into this following Jesus thing. And she wrote this sentence. She says, I broke the cycle of dysfunctional behavior in me. But have you ever written a sentence and been like, no, no, that's wrong. And you and could you tell, tell, I actually asked, asked her because I asked, asked her if I could read this. You could tell uh, that, that she got that first, first part, part of the sentence out. And said she, she went back, back and she crossed, she crossed out the pronoun I. I and she, she wrote big, big capital, capital letters. letters, he. Let me read it to you that way. He, he God, God broke, broke the cycle, cycle of dysfunctional, dysfunctional behavior in me. And he was able to fill the void with his word. Yeah, when now, the when complications come, we don't run from Jesus in the disciplines that he has for us. We run to them. When complacency comes, we don't just kind of get lax and say, all right, I don't need to read my Bible. I don't need to pray. Everything's fine. When things get bad again, I'll talk to him. No. We, we we pursue him. We persevere in those disciplines because that's what this life with Christ is. That's what Jesus did. I mean, of all the people that have ever walked this planet, is there is there, is there someone who is, you know, uh, just kind of invested in uh, and given the things that he would need to be able to manage his life any more than Jesus, I can't take anybody. He was pretty, you know, pretty set up. He's the son of God. But 12 different times in your Gospels, it tells us that Jesus got alone to pray. He was constantly recharging, constantly slipping away so that he could reconnect with his father. If that was his pattern, how much more, those of us, we're followers more of his. How, how much how more of us? How much more is it important for us to be disciplined, disciplined in those things as well? well? Disciplines. A lot. Of, a lot, of, a lot of has lot been made of, made of disciplines. disciplines. Uh, there's basically, basically three, three approaches, approaches to discipline. You, you can do them and enjoy it. it. You can, can do them and not enjoy it. See kale, right? Nasty stuff, but apparently it's good for you. Or you can just not do it. Those, Those are basically, basically your three options, options with, disciplines. with disciplines. Just, just not do them, or do them and enjoy it. it. Do them and do don't do enjoy it. it. Now, now, just, just so, so we're, we're clear, the Christian, Christian life is a, a, a is a get-to get and not a got-to. Got to. You've heard me say that before, right? So, so you know, on, our on our best, best days, we understand, days we, understand we understand that, and when, and when it comes, comes to the disciplines, to we can't wait to get to them because we understand that this is my lifeblood. This is me connecting with a holy God who has... No No reason reason to connect connect with me at at all, but he is is willing willing to do it 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 because because of his love for me. And so So I'm going to read his word. I'm going to pray. pray uh, I'm going to invest in him because because it's something something I I get get to do. do. Everybody with me on that? We're all in church. Everybody saying that. But how often is the Christian life? I got to for you. Don't feel like it. Don't feel close to God. Here's what I've heard a lot of times in conversations with people. Well, since I don't feel like praying, I don't. Since because I don't, don't feel like connecting like with God, God through his word, I just, I just don't bother. bother. I don't, I don't waste, waste my, time my time with that. With that. I'll, just I'll just wait, just wait until, until I feel like, like it, it, and then when I feel like it, it'll be productive. productive. Okay. Does everybody, everybody get like how that's just a nasty approach, approach to, discipline? to discipline? It's just, it's like, how many, anybody go to the gym? Some of you probably can't wait to get to the gym. You're the weirdos. The rest rest of us us are like, i got to go to the gym. gym. Now, you You go to the gym. gym. You discipline discipline yourself in what what you eat. Physically, physically, you you make make these sacrifices because you want want to. No, I would much rather rather eat the dozen donuts donuts than than the the kale. kale. Are you with me? But you choose to do because you know that this is what's best for you. Spiritually, it's the same thing. I would tell you that even if you don't feel like it, pray. Turn off your radio and pray on your way to work. Uh, uh, even, even if you, you don't feel, feel like it, read. Read, read, read God's, God's word. Discipline yourself to do these things. things. The amazing thing happens, happens with me, me. When, when I start, I start like the first, first three, four verses, verses not God even really understanding the words. Understand the words. Has anybody been, been there? there? La, la 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 la. And then, and then all, all of a sudden, like five verse, six verses, verses, six, six verses in, you're like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Ten verses in, you're like, "I didn't know that." Then all of a sudden, you're done a chapter in God's word, you're like, "Well, glad I stopped down to do that." Needed a little attitude, attitude adjustment, but once I got going, going, this was cool. was cool. Are you with Are you me? With yeah, uh, all kinds of parallels, parallels to the physical, physical and all and kinds of stuff. But if you just, just discipline, discipline yourself, yourself to do it, to do it, it ends, ends up becoming a productive, a productive thing, thing in your life. Here's my, my hope for you, for if you, you haven't been picking up what I'm trying to put down. It's took me a long time to say this, man. If you're in the midst of a complication, in the midst of complacency in your life, do your faith. Live these things out. I, uh, I'm, this is what I'm going to do uh, just to kind of shake things up in my life. I've got a, a pad like this. I'm going to take the book of Luke, and there's 24 chapters. I'm going to read the book of Luke, a chapter a day. I'm going to take the first. I'm going to draw a little line here in the half uh, of my page, and I'm going to take uh, three observations. I'm just going to observe things in the book of Luke. Uh, at the bottom, I'm going to write a note to God. Dear God. And I'm just going to tell him what's going on in my life. He already knows. Some of you are like, he already knows. Write it down. All right? Asking for, ask for the things, things that you you know your heart, heart is, is, hoping is hoping for, for. Just, just just have, have a conversation, conversation with them on, on paper. paper. Discipline, Discipline yourself to do this. Do Fill a page a, a day. Day. Can you you do do day. Can you do that? I know, I know you can. can. Is it going to make a difference? difference? Uh, uh, eventually, eventually, yes. Yes. eventually, yes. Eventually, yes. That's, that's, that's my hope for it. you. Do the faith. What it says next, verse forty three. When the feast was ended, they were returning. Uh, back, back to Nazareth. Nazareth is about 70 about seven miles. Months. Oh, I'm doing the map. This, this is the Mediterranean map. Sea. Jerusalem's, Jerusalem's down here. Sea of Galilee, right, right? It's up here. Nazareth, Nazareth was just a few, 10, 15 miles west of the, the Sea of Galilee. Galilee. And so, so you would you take, take 70 take a mile journey, journey, journey to get down to, get down down to Jerusalem. Jerusalem. So they're heading back, back the 70 to 70 miles, miles that, that it would, would take, take to get to Nazareth. And the boy Jesus, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it. There he is. He's lost. Verse 44, but supposing him to be in the group, the group was probably all of Nazareth. If you traveled back then to the festivals, uh, you would go in mass. It was the best way to go so the thieves on the road wouldn't mess with you. It was also, you know, just a more enjoyable time. So, uh, you know, Nazareth caravan leaving, you know, and, and, and that call was made. and Everybody from Nazareth headed out, but Jesus wasn't there. And his, his parents just didn't notice that he wasn't there. Uh, they, 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 they had been in the group. Uh, they, were they were supposing that he had, he had been in the group uh, as uh, they went a day's, day's journey. But then, then they began, began to search, search for him among their relatives and acquaintances. An acquaintance. Hey, have you seen? Hey, have you seen Jesus? Jesus? No, oh, I, I haven't seen, seen him all day. And, and realizing uh, that he wasn't uh, he there, they did not had find him. him. Then, then they, they turned around, around and headed back to Jerusalem to search for him. When they got to Jerusalem, so just to kind of get, they walked a day out. Uh, Probably Uh, 8 to 12 miles, miles, the first first day's journey, journey, they wouldn't go that far. far. But 8 to 12 miles, miles, they got got to where they were going to camp that night, realized, realized, oh, he's not not here, here. walked walked back the next next morning, morning. 8 to 12 12 miles, spent that day. day, Uh, looking Uh, for Jesus Jesus in Jerusalem, Jerusalem didn't find him, slept there in Jerusalem Jerusalem that that night. night, And then the next next morning in that that city, walked walked around looking for Jesus, and then finally said, hey, let's look look in the the temple. temple. And that's where he was. That's what the next verse tells us. Uh, For three days they found him in the temple. After three days they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers and listening to them and asking them questions. So I think it's kind of interesting uh, that Jesus... Having, having been left, left by, by his by parents, he didn't go he home alone. alone you know? know, Kevin, remember him? Uh, uh, he didn't, didn't like, you know, know uh, anybody see uh, the movie? I'm not going to explain the whole movie. He didn't go to GameStop. He didn't go to the Swarma stand and just, you know, pick out on Swarma. It's good stuff if you've ever had it. What did he fill his three days with? He hung out in the temple. Probably even slept there. It was a safe place. But more than that, it was where he wanted to be. Now, he, if he was going to have some downtime waiting, waiting for, his parents, for his parents, he knew what they'd come and look looking look for him, him. waiting for them to come, to come find him. Find him. Yeah, he, was he was just, just going to hang out with the with people, people who knew his father, his, his heavenly father, father. and, and he ask them questions. questions. This is really interesting. It says they, he, he was listening to the teachers, teachers of the law and asking them questions. questions. I used like to hear this preach, this preach that Jesus went to the temple so he could school all the teachers of the law. Now, that's not what I meant when I wrote that, Right. Now, I don't don't think think that's that's what was happening happening here. In fact, at the end end of this this passage, passage, if we had time, we'd get there. In verse 52, it says that Jesus Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature, stature. all right? Right. That means means physically he grew, 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 got taller, developed developed like any other human. human. But then then mentally, mentally, something you got to wrestle with. with. Jesus Jesus was all God, he was all man. But when he became man, he emptied himself of his deity. He became nothing, it tells us in Philippians chapter 2, right? And so even though he had... His deity, his deity on, on tap, he didn't, didn't invoke it. He didn't, didn't bring it into play, play except at the times God that the Father bid him, him to do so. so. And so he, he developed, developed just like so you and I. I had to figure, figure out what, what two and two, two was, was. Had to had learn those, those things. things. And in, in the, the same, same way, way that and, uh, we uh, learn about, about our Savior, our Savior from coming to church, he would go hang out in his synagogue in Nazareth. He hung out here in the temple for these, well, seven or eight days that the Passover was going on. And then these two or three days that he got to hang out there, bonus days, bonus time, he just, he just hung out in the out temple, temple and he listened, he listened to, people to people who knew about, knew about God talk about him. And he, he asked these, these great, great questions. questions. And that's what so I, want I want you to, to take from this as you head, head into, this into this new year. year. If you're in the midst of complications, complications, if you're in the midst of complacency, listen, listen to and, and ask uh, for, for God's, God's truth. Listen for and ask God's for God's truth. truth. It's hard to hear the voice of God in the midst of complications. Isn't that true? You know, you ever try to have a conversation at a concert? You know, get, get the band raging. Rage in. Do you I want something to drink? drink? What? Yeah, it's, it's hard, hard when there's a lot of other noise, noise going on to hear the voice, voice of someone so close, close to you. To you and, 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 and it's the, the, the truth, truth in, in our spiritual, spiritual life. life. If you're in the midst and of, the, of God, the voice of God is just almost drowned out by the challenges that you're facing. But my challenge to you is, listen, more than at any other time in the storms of life, we need to be hearing the voice of God so we know where he wants us to go next. In the in the in the calm times and the peace times of life, in the in the times where we, we just can just kind of get, get you, know, you know sluggish and, and, and unconcerned, we need to we need to be focusing, focusing in on the on the voice, voice of, God of God in those times because, because in complacency we, kinda we kind just of go just go to sleep, sleep, sleep on God. God. Has anybody ever noticed that? Hope you're not asleep. Is anybody sleeping right now? Look down the aisles. Is anybody sleeping? If they are, wake them up. Uh but uh, uh, but, uh, but we to go to sleep on them. Like I, I, I have I this ability now I can watch football, football and make and it look like I'm watching football, but be asleep for like an hour. Has anybody, anybody got this got gift? I think it comes when you're like in the forties or something like that, but I can do that now. And I, I'm quite good at it. I can sit up straight up in a chair and put my legs up on the, on the ottoman or whatever. just gone. And Eleanor will come into the room and she won't see my face. My eyes are closed and all that stuff. She'll start, she's, you know, the game's on. She'll just start talking to me. Hey honey. And then she'll figure out like five minutes in. Mark, Mark. Huh. have you, you heard, heard anything, anything I've said? said? I didn't know you were here. How you doing? It's good to have you. <laughs> Same thing happens in, in our spiritual life. We'll just go to sleep on God. And when you're asleep, you can't hear it. Sometimes when I'm asleep, she'll show up in my dreams. I'll hear her voice. Anybody heard of that? It's like, well, honey, you need what?
1: Oh, good morning. Anyway, um,
0: uh, but, but uh, yeah, we, we can't hear the voice of God when we're asleep, asleep. to Uh, Jesus Jesus took took advantage of his his time, time, and he 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 sought sought to listen to to, uh, to, uh, people who knew about about God. God. Are you in enough enough environments where you can hear hear the voice of God? It's great that you're here on Sunday. I'll keep talking to you about them. Good for us. Let's hang out. But are you in enough other environments? Are you having your own time with the Word? Are you in a life group so that you could have conversations about things that you're learning here on Sundays or in the context of that life group and really ask and get questions answered? Crucial in the development of the Christian life. Verse 47 says this, And all who heard Jesus, this 12-year-old, amongst all these teachers of the law, they were amazed at his understanding and his answers. Apparently, Jesus was, uh, you know, really good at theology. I mean, all these, the, the most learned men of Israel were hanging out with this 12-year-old. And, and the way that the, the, the rabbis would teach back then is they would kind of give you word problems. I remember those from like math? Anybody remember that? A guy leaves Pittsburgh going 60 miles, under, something like that. It's kind of the same uh, idea uh, that Jesus would, you know, basically be proffered or or given these questions by the teachers, and they'd see how he'd do with them. And apparently he was answering their questions and just being like, well, have you thought of it this way? And these teachers of the laws were like, no, that's awesome. And they were just, I can't believe this 12-year-old from this nowhere town called Nazareth, uh, you, know, uh, you know, being parented being by, this by this carpenter, carpenter, carpenter who, 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 by, by the, the way, way left, left him. Right? You, know, you know, way, way to go, go parents, parents. You know, fa- family <laughs> of the, the year Day award. I can't, I can't believe, believe that this, this kid is just, just, you know, knocking the snot out of theology, theology like this. He's, He's just, just killing, just killing it. it. And they were amazed. And this is a common theme when you come to Christ in the scriptures. People see Jesus, and a lot of times they just get that little byline after. And they were amazed by the authority with which he spoke, by the miracles which he did. People just always coming into contact with the Son of God and being like, wow. When was the last time you and I opened our Bibles and interacted with God there or came to church and interacted with God here, and, and we left with a wow. Have you lost your wow? It's easy to do in this thing. You can kind of come, It's just mundane. It's what I do on Sundays. I, my parents did it. They made me do it. I do it now. I make my kids do it. And, and we can, and try, can to try to just lose, lose our wow. But as and I said, I said before, before, this is a get-to, not a got-to. This is, this this is, is a, a grace, grace that has been lavished, lavished on us that, us, we, that could we could never, ever secure for ourselves. ourselves. And, that and that God, God has, has anything, anything to, do to do with you or I. It's a miracle. miracle. Every, every day, every, every moment, moment that God, God in his and grace, grace and mercy is on us is a miracle from God. I mean, this is a wow situation you are in. This Christian thing, this is a wow have you lost your wow? Every, Every once in a while, while you, come you come to church, come to church and, and, and someone, someone says some stuff, stuff and you can kind, of kind of reignite, reignite the wow. wow. I was, was sitting in the service 15, 20 years, years ago, and someone, someone played, played the, the tape, tape of a guy, of a guy named S.M. Lockridge. Lockridge. He's a pastor. He's he he preached. preached a message, message in, 1976 in 1976 to a, I don't even know where, where he was, but it was on the Seven Kings, and he went off on how amazing God is. This is what he said.
2: he guides. He heals the sick. He cleans the lepers. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. He delivers the captive, He defends the feeble. He blesses the young. He serves the unfortunate. He regards the age. He rewards the diligent, And he purifies the meek. I wonder if you know him. He's a key to knowledge. He's a well of wisdom. He's a way of deliverance. He's a bad way of peace. He's a roadway of righteousness. He's a highway of holiness. He's a gateway of glory. Do you know him? Well, his life is massless. His goodness is limitless. His mercy is everlasting. His
0: That's our, that's our king. king. That's, that's what, he's, what done he's done for us. That's who he is. and That he, that he has anything to do with us is amazing. And if you don't do anything else as a result of this sermon, just go be alone somewhere, sometime soon, and just allow your heart to regain its wow. The story finishes up like this. It says in says verse uh, 48, 48 that his parents, parents found, him, found him, him in the temple, temple. and they he saw, him. saw him. They were astonished, astonished. Not, not for the, the same, same reason as the uh, teachers. Uh, <laughs> they just they couldn't believe that, you know, here he uh, was, after was after they'd been looking, looking for, for him, him all these, all these days. days. He says, his, his mother, mother said, said to him, son, why have you treated us so? How could uh, you? I brought you forth from my womb. How could you do this? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. Jesus says something that's interesting. He says, well, answers to the question, well, why were you, you looking for me? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that no, would that go would with you as a parent. parent. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if, if you were, were looking, looking for a kid for kid three days, days and you and said, said, you know, how, how could you, you, do, you do, do this? Or, or your father, father and I have been, been looking, looking for, for you. And your kid comes to you, doesn't, doesn't say, I'm sorry. sorry he doesn't say, just why were you looking for me? Would that go well at your house? I don't know. You got to understand, though. Uh, Mary's An probably, probably telling, telling this story to Luke, Luke as he's writing it down, down in his gospel. gospel. The, the, first the first couple, couple chapters of, of Luke are probably Mary's memories of, of Christ's, Christ's birth in and, and his first, and first few years. And, and, uh, 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 so, so, so Mary's talking about, about this, this, and she's probably telling Luke, oh, you won't you believe, believe it. it. So we found him in the temple, and, and I, I say to him, you know, your father, am I looking for you? How could you do this? And he says to me, he says, well, why were you looking for me? Oh, that made me mad. And it wasn't, it wasn't until, until later, later that I understood, understood his words. His words. R- read read the next the sentence, next and, it'll, and it'll bring, bring it bring more to light. He says, says well, "Why were you, why looking you looking for me? me? Did, you Did you not know, know that, that I must, I must be, be in my father's, father's house? house?" Other other, other translations, translations take, take these Greek words and they translate it. Did you not know that I need, I need to be about my father's business? He wasn't trying to be petulant. He wasn't trying to be a snot. His parents found him, and he was he was basically saying. Well where, well, where else, else would you, look, you look, look for more? me? I mean, I mean if, if, if we got, we got separated, separated you, guys you guys know better than, than anybody, anybody else here on earth that, that, that I'm that different. I'm, 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 I'm the, the son, son of God. 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 I've, got, I've a got a mission, mission here on this else. earth. And if, if you and were going to come Jerusalem to Jerusalem and look, look for me, why'd you go to GameStop? Why'd you go to the Suarman Why'd you go anywhere else but here? Because you know that I'm set apart. I'm here on my father's business. And and it's It's funny, funny. Mary Mary, says, your father and I, and Jesus, he wasn't trying to down on Joseph. He wasn't trying to bust on his earthly father. But this is one of the first times uh, that that God the Father is spoken of in such a personal way in all of Scripture. He's he's mentioned in the Old Testament, but it's not, you know, like a a, a warm father, a a close-in father. He's spoken of more as the father as far as the, you know, the dictatorial leader. But, but, but Jesus he's, he's uses the word Abba, my father, my true father, my heavenly father. I'm about, about his business. business. not, not Dad, Dad, I love, I love you, you, Joseph. Dad, Dad I, love I love you. you. But, but, but you know, you this, know it's different. different. And what, was you know, this what was this was point? point? Simply this. this. Can you can just put that point up there for me? Keep going. Jesus was saying, listen, I'm making all my life center on, revolve around the God who made me. And we saw that played out in the rest of the book of Luke. We saw that that played out in his crucifixion. It was was all about glory to his heavenly father. Father. And your your life life and mine, just so so we're clear, kind of set our our, our compasses compasses here this morning, morning. the Christian Christian life life is is all about bringing glory glory to our heavenly father. In every phase and facet of life, in the storms, in the good times, in our relationships, at church, outside of church, at our job, everywhere. May God, May God be, glorified be glorified through me in the things that I do and the things that I say. And so, as we start this year off, that's my prayer for you, that if you're in the midst of the storms, uh, if you're in the, uh, the peace time before, I had a guy come last night to church, uh, his name's Will, a young guy, probably 19, 20 years old, he's going to the Marines. And he called me right before uh, Christmas and he said, hey man, I'm a Christian, I've been coming to your church." Um, I got baptized a long time ago. I was a little kid. I don't even remember it. I don't remember why I did it. Uh, but I've kind of just, you know, meandered around the Christian thing for most of my life. But now I'm launching. I'm going to be a Marine. I'm going to go to, you know, Paris Island. Uh, I'm going to, you know, go through basic training. I'm going to be sent to my post. I'm going to do all these things. Uh, and I want to I have something that reminds me that God is the center of my life. Would you, would you be willing to baptize me uh, the night before I leave? You left today. So we came up here last night. You know, the remnant from our service last night gathered out by the pool, and we got to spend that time with Will, and Will put the stake in the ground. He said, "You know what? Uh, as God and these children of God are my witnesses, my heart is to serve my Father to make Him the center of my life as I go off to become a Marine, and that everything that I do with the rest of my life would bring glory to Him." What a testimony! Now, what an Lord example for the rest process. of us, because but I don't, don't care, care where you are on this journey. journey. Years in, in just start it, started, doesn't matter. The journey's, journey's the same. same. If you're a if you're Christian, Christian, your life is, is about Christ. Christ. It's about this your heavenly father. father. It's about bringing Bring glory, glory to him. To him. him. And my, my prayer, prayer for, for you is, for you you is this, that if you're and in the midst of complication, if you're in the midst of the doldrums of complacency, that you would do your faith, that you would learn as you ask questions of God, that you would... Be amazed amazed by by him, and and that you'd make him the center of your life. May God God give us the grace grace to do that this year, year. and the church said amen. Let's Let's pray. pray. Lord, thanks for your grace grace. to us and bringing us into into a relationship relationship with God God through your work on the cross. Lord, we don't want to lose sight of you in this life that we live. We recognize how easy it is to lose you for lots of different reasons, but we want to We want to take take this this year and every every year, every 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 day, day, every every moment, moment, and commit them to you and to give you you the glory glory that you deserve. Help help us us to do that. that. Help Help us to um, uh, cling to you, God, God, in our our storms and in in our our times of peace and to bring you the glory glory that you deserve in each. And I pray this in Jesus' name.
3: Amen. Amen. Well, good morning. My name is Tom Icom. I get the pleasure of serving as the executive pastor here at Bay Life. And uh, every year at the beginning of each year, we get to do a reaffirmation vote of our elders and our trustees. And so if you could do me a favor and take out the ballot that's in your bulletin. Uh, The elders, uh, the word simply means overseer, and they are the spiritual shepherds of the church. Uh, They set the vision and direction of the church. Uh, trustee, not really a biblical word, uh, but they basically, it's uh, for us to enter into contracts and agreements and all those kind of things. Uh, we've empowered the trustee to sign, uh, trustees to sign on the church's behalf. And so what we're asking is that for uh, each one of these folks in each one of these roles, they're already serving in those roles. Uh, but this is our opportunity to reaffirm that they should continue to serve in those roles. And so you would just check uh, yes or no uh, uh, all the way down the line. And then um, at the bottom there, there's a place for you to circle whether you're a member or a tender. Um, some people ask, well, how do I know if I'm a member or a tender? Well, you're a member if you went through the membership class, one of them in the past uh, history of, of your time here, and you signed up to be a member. Uh, you're an attender if this is the place that you call home and you come here regularly, but you've never been through a membership class. And so just circle the one that applies to you. Uh, if you. Vote no for any one of these folks. What we're asking is that you would write down a biblical reason why you don't think they should continue serving in that role. And if you could fill that out for us, and then at the bottom, just sign that. Uh, If you did vote no and you have that reason and and you've signed it, if you could do me a favor, sometimes we have a hard time reading people's signatures. And so if underneath that you could just print your name so that we could follow up with you and find out more about um, that situation. Uh, When Uh, you're done done filling them out, out, you are dismissed dismissed and free to go. There are ushers in the back that uh, we'd uh, we'd like like you to turn turn these into. into. Thanks Thanks so much, much, and Happy New Year, everyone. everyone.